Blog Talk Radio. Psychic Radio Show, call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. We have the chat room open where you can come in and chat with all the other listeners, comment on the show. If you have questions, type it in there. Um, And for all of our callers today, please remember when you get on the air to let us know who your animal is, what species, are they alive, are they dead? Uh, how old are they? What do they look like? Go into the description right away, and then we will uh, get to your question, and we want to stick with one theme or one question. So, hi, Laura. Hey there. How's it going? Hi. Good. Hey, all of our audience, thank you for listening. And uh, I just also wanted to say, I think Laura and I decided this week that we should start having a theme every week. And I was thinking we should have, um, oh, sorry, I was distracted by a delay. Um, I was thinking we should have our audience members also put in, you know, requests for themes, you know, what they suggestions for themes every week. And they could write it on our Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com uh, Pet Psychic Radio. Yeah, what and what think? the theme will be is the theme is like a question that we ask all the animals at the end of each little talk. Exactly. So right. but today I'm thinking, you know, we can ask both, you know, the animals what they think um, about either animals or people. But the theme is what are some things you can do to find peace and happiness? So that can, it's pretty broad. Um, it could be something you're struggling with. What are some things you can do, whether it's, you know, I like to exercise or, you know, my people should go, you know, eat healthy <laughs> foods or it could be something more philosophical. You know, animals, we're leaving it up to you. So you guys pay attention <laughs> and answer our questions. And I, I love that, it. I love how you're talking to the animals right now because I was thinking, is she, is she it's a little confusing because I thought maybe you were telling the people to answer that question. No, but I'm I, what, what you're doing is you're sending it out to all the animals that are listening. Of course. <laughs> the animals listen to our show, too. I love it. I'm, we're training you well, I. are. <laughs> you have. Um, you know, I know that a lot of people um, and animals who are struggling with things um, sometimes contact you, and it's not always, you know, related to animals 100%. Um, you also talk to people who are deceased as well as babies, right? That's true. And, yeah, so babies, people who are deceased, and then i also been doing some readings where I talk to people's higher self. Wow. So what are can you explain some of those different things? How do you how does that work? Yeah, okay. So the babies, they're awfully fun. They're 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 a lot of fun. Awfully fun is kind of a strange term, but they're um they're a lot of fun. And so the babies are really amazing because they can have two different voices and like there's one voice where it's very much their age where they're talking about textures and things that they see in their environment and things that they like and dislike and 
things that the babysitter is doing that they don't like or their or ways that they're held that they like or dislike. And, but then also there's another voice that's much more intellectual and that can we can ask them about their past lives and um and what is their their um mission in life and that is it just gets very very interesting when we get into into those subjects and um it's been amazing because I've seen some of the babies start to, you know, grow up where I've spoken to them when they were very, very young and now they're growing up and their personality pretty much stays the same from when they were really little. So, Whoa. yeah, That's it's really, so cool. really neat. And then, you know, the dead people are just talking to anyone who has passed away, um, any loved one on the other side that has passed away. And, um, and also, like, it's fun because, like, like Jim, my friend, he's always getting me to talk to, like, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> talk to all these random people in history. So That's I'm, awesome. We should get, like, someone who's passed away, like, some random person in history, um, maybe related to animals or something, and have them come on. I know we've done that before where we talk to... I forget his name, the guy who um, went crazy and let all his animals loose last year. Right, right, Terry Thompson. Yeah, that was a really interesting show. Um, So maybe we should incorporate that more someday. If if our audience has any um, requests or, you know, you guys have any suggestions, you know, like I said, come to our Facebook page which is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And you can always make suggestions on there, and we, we check all of our messages and we look at them. So please do that. Uh, should we go to a caller? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so for our callers, I am just going by random. So I'm going to be calling out the last four digits of your phone number. And what you want to do as soon as you get on, like I said earlier, is tell us what your animal's name is, what species your animal is, how old are they, what do they look like, and stick with one theme. So if you're struggling with an issue, please try and stick to that one issue. Um, if it's a question you have, stick to one question. So here or we go. Or I uh, up on you. <laughs> yeah, not Laura, but me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that capability. <laughs> I might be like, you're talking too much. Let's get to the point, you know. So, okay, 5013, you are on the air. Welcome to our show. Hi, this is SJ. My uh, Viola, she's a Torby, four years old. She has white chest and paws. A Torby? A Torby cat? Yeah, Torby tabby. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said a Torby, and I didn't know if it was yes. like a different type of animal or something. <laughs> oh, that's no. like a, is that like a that's a mix of a like, Torby, I guess. Yeah, like a tortoise mixed with something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my own species. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's very talkative, and which I very much appreciate. So I'd like to know whether there is something that she really wants to tell me, but I'm not getting. Oh, okay, great. What's your name again? Viola. Viola. Okay, hold on. Let me get Viola. I want her to rub my back a little bit. 
I love the feeling of her rubbing my back. And I want her soft clothing as a blanket. There's this one sweater that I love. Do you know what she's talking about? Oh, no clue, but I will I will try. <laughs> I almost want to say it's like cashmere or something really, really soft. Soft, okay. Wait, she said she's saying something else. The other thing I wanna tell my mom I think she's lovely in the morning. And I think it's important for her to jot down notes throughout the day. If my mom jots down notes throughout the day, she keeps more organized. I noticed this about her. She also keeps more on track. Do you jot down notes throughout the day? Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, you Oh, you do that? Yes. Oh. I have this little notepad that um, actually she spilled uh, tea all over, so maybe that was a sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's so cute. Okay, let's ask her if there's uh, anything to bring peace and happiness. Okay. Everybody needs sunlight. And everybody needs something good to smell. I love pretty flowers. And I think we should have wild flowers in the house. I also like the smell of pretty soaps. I like scented things. That's interesting. Do you do you have um scented soaps? Yes, I do. Oh, you do? <laughs> so cute. That's awesome. Oh, well, no. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thanks, Viola. I don't cute. remember. I didn't hear what the mom's name was. So. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. That's a good, okay, so that was really cool. Everybody needs sunlight and pretty flowers to smell. I really like that. I would think that would bring peace and happiness. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of animals actually do talk about wanting flowers in the house. I mean, Mm. you'd really be surprised at how many animals ask for that. Wow, I should really bring some flowers in the house because I have none. You should. You should for for Rosa. I bet she would like that. Yeah, I just have a rubber tree plant. That's about it. <laughs> I don't think that they, they get that excited about the rubber tree plant. No, but they do like plants. A lot of animals ask for plants. Didn't somebody last week ask for a plant? Remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they did. The hang was it the hanging one? The or? hanging plant. Yeah, wanted uh, wanted a saliva <laughs> hanging plant. Okay, so we're gonna go on to our next caller. One one seven three. You're on the air. Hi. This Hi. Is, this is Liddell Brown, and I have Sunny and Buddy. Hi, uh, Liddell. Yeah. <laughs> you know me, Laura. <laughs> I sure do. And this is about Buddy. I'm pretty sure it's about Buddy. And he, I have noticed that three different times, and the last time was this morning, 
that on the landing going down to the where the potty box is, the litter box is downstairs, three times this cat has pooped on that landing. What is why it? Do you, why do you think it's Buddy? Well, maybe it's Sunny, but I, I think it's Buddy because it looks like Buddy more than Sunny. Oh, um, okay. Well, let's find out which one it is and why. Okay, so there's two kitties in Liddell's home. Sunny yeah, and Buddy. I, I, I kind of think, I, at first I thought maybe it was Sunny, but just because of the way the poop looks, I think it's Buddy, and I saw him going downstairs earlier, and then I didn't pay any attention, and I smelled the smell, and I looked, and there it was, which I have since cleaned it, it up. Is, it, Sunny says it is Buddy, and Buddy says he wants extra attention. Oh, my goodness. He gets the most attention of all. I know he does. Oh my gosh! And 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 Buddy had well tell him I will try to give him even more attention. But he because gets he on needs, my dude. He, he, he gets he my needs, all the time. He wants more activity. I've also been eating something that makes it come out faster. Oh. I have been doing not a Maruvia or Maru. Uh, oh, Maruva? Yeah. Maruva is a good food. I've been trying to get to the box. I don't like to go poop in the box if Sunny's already gone. Oh, come on. Give me a break here. I clean it out all the time. It gets stinky, Mom. Well, I clean it out at least once a day, sometimes more. Yeah, I know. Buddy. I'm going to tell Buddy he has to go in the litter box no matter what. I was actually surprised. I thought for sure it was going to be Sunny. I, well, I thought so too, but I'm pretty sure it's it's it's, it's No, Buddy. Sunny says it's not me. Huh. And what is Buddy trying to, what is Sunny trying to tell me? He sits when he looks at me and he meows, it's not like he's in pain or anything, but like he really is talking to me. And he oh, yes, Sonny says, says he's been feeling much better. Is that what he's trying to tell me when he meows at me when he's sitting next to me? And I want you to sing to me. Aww. Oh, that's a good one, Liddell. That's a good headway into your singing. Oh, my goodness. And I do. I do sing to him. Why? Does he not come up on the bed anymore? He sleeps on, he's either on the down. Will you sing for us? Sing their song for us. Okay, let's see. Buddy's is, uh, I mean, Sonny's is, Oh, Sonny, my Sonny, my Sonny. Oh, Sonny, oh, Sonny, my dear. Oh, Sonny, oh, the words are very interesting, aren't they? (laughs) Sonny, my Sonny, oh, Sonny, oh, Sonny, my dear. I think Buddy's going to get upset. And Buddy's is, I love my buddy, 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 buddy boy. Buddy, I love my buddy, 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 buddy buddy boy. Buddy, 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 buddy buddy boy. (laughs) I love it. I love that uh, I'm not the only one who does that. I know everybody does it. And you know what's so funny is that sometimes people, the animals will say, like, I love it when they sing to me. And I'll say, do you sing to them? 
And they'll say, no, I don't know what they mean, but I know they're lying. And I say, are you sure you don't sing to them? Maybe like hum to them a little bit. And then they blush and they say, maybe a little. Well, I, I sing to my cats. And of course, the words are very repetitious because I want them to know that it's about them. Yeah, and they like that. They like that. Let's ask them what what they can do to make um to bring happiness and peace. What can okay. people do to bring happiness and peace? Or animals, what they do for themselves. Ooh, Buddy says I think my mom should put another litter box upstairs. Uh, In the side. And I think my mom should dance. That was Buddy. <laughs> he should dance in a circle. Aw. Why doesn't he sleep on his bed? I mean, on Who, my Buddy bed. Or, Buddy or Sonny? Sonny. Sonny's been, Buddy's been cuddling with me lately. But Sonny, but Buddy, Sonny has only been on the either downstairs on the dining room table or on the uh, cedar chest at the foot of my bed. I like the coolness, he says. I like the coolness, Mom. Aww. I don't like to get too hot. Is, he doesn't have any pains in his stomach, does he? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he is sort of seeking out cold surfaces. No, I feel much better, he says. I feel much better. Oh, okay. Well, if it's the cool surface, because it has been hot. But I had a kitty that, that, that sought that out and had a tumor in its stomach and died from it. Which oh, I didn't oh no. Yeah, and with hate, Sonny has a history of stomach problems, so I would watch him though. But he says he feels good, but I would keep an eye on him. That's as though he feels good. Yeah. So, he, yeah, so, he and says, so when he's he says, talking he, to me, he's just telling me... He feels good, and I forgot what I said. You're going to have to listen to it again. And he said um, that he thinks people should drink more water. He's right about that. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to cut you guys off because our okay, time well, is running thank out. Thank you so much for coming and seeing you. I love you a lot. You ditto. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So also, uh, Laura, you know, we never talk about is on Wednesdays you have walk-in hours for those of uh, our listeners that are in the Southern California area. Can you, you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah, so I'm actually doing it every other week now, mm-hmm. and we're doing okay. walk-in hours from 4 to 6 every Wednesday. And uh, you can just come up. and It's at Aloha Dog Grooming in Ventura. And um, just come on, and then we do 20-minute sessions. That's They're $45 awesome. for 20 minutes, which is, a, which is an affordable rate. And it's so much fun at Aloha because, you know, Storm and Luca are there, so so they're running around and playing. And Luca, you know, is my 30-pound poodle. And his best friend is the owner of Aloha's Great Dane, who is huge. And so you'll see Luca and his friend Truly running around playing. And it's hysterical because Luca gets up on the coffee table so they can play. <laughs> That's cute. You know what I'm thinking is also, you know, if people bring their um, animals there, Storm King can, you know, talk to their animals for them, too. That's true. Yeah, you can. 
you know, they can directly speak to each other while you're speaking to the people and the animals. And, and that happens oftentimes. Yeah. The dogs will come into the office area or the animals will come into the office area and they'll say something that Luca and Stormy have said to them. Oh, that's cool. So, and the other thing is Tina always, she is she has like a petting zoo. She like rescues all these animals. And so there are alpacas there. There are kittens there. Sometimes there are ducks or chickens there. That's I mean, awesome. it is one of my favorite places to be, really. That's really cool. So, yeah, for um, all of our listeners, if you're in the Southern California area on a Wednesday, please check um, our Laura's schedule or email us, and we'll let you know if she's there or not. And uh, you can find all that information on thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com on Laura's web page. And uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. i got to come down one of these days and just oh, hang out. Yeah. You do. It is so much fun. Awesome. Those packages are hysterical, too, because they Aww. think they're cute. <laughs> they're so cute. That's awesome. I know. I want to meet them. I hear about them all the time. I want to meet them. <laughs> uh, so today we have a really, really special guest. We have Robin from Dogs Deserve Better. Hey, Robin. Hi there. Welcome to our show. I'm not sure if you have a clear, if you hear me clearly. I wanted to know. Oh, it's a little breaking up. Can you hear me? Breaking Laura? up. What about now? Am I am I better? Oh yeah. You're better. Little, yeah, you're a little better. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, from, now it's all Oh, yeah, you know, this is going to let me see. You know, do you think that the, the show if I have it on on my computer that it screws up the phone? I don't it think might. so. I don't I don't well, think so. I'm going to shut it off anyway. And that way I can hear it another time. I don't need it on now. Okay. Yeah, well, it all definitely has a delay so that you should shut it off because it'll give you that crazy delay. Okay, um, so I'm good. Okay, great. Well, you know, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for, you know, everything that you do to help dogs, and um, welcome back to our show. You're welcome, and I'm happy to be here. Um, for all of our listeners, you can go to dogsdeservebetter.org. That's dogsdeservebetter.org to check out the website while you're listening to the show. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you, Robin, you know, why why is it bad to have dogs on chain? That's a very good question, and I'm glad that you asked me that. Um, dogs are pack animals. They're social beings, and they uh, are not lawn ornaments or alarm systems. And they want to be with you. And, you know, it's one thing if you if you don't buy a fence and you put them out for five minutes to do their business and, and then take them off. But what tends to happen is people, you know, use very heavy chains and put them uh, maybe four or five feet long and forget they even own a dog. And the dog becomes very territorial of his four or five, you know, feet, uh, he might also get wrapped up around the tree, um, and they forget to feed them. They, you know, they just forget they have have a dog. They just become this thing. It's just not fair. Right. Yeah. And uh, also, that's the same with penning them. Is that right? Right. Same thing happens. You get a ten by ten pen. You put a, a dog or five out there. Some people chain dogs inside the pen. And they throw the food. They never clean the uh, poop. So next mm. to the poop is the food. 
uh, in all weather. You know, there's no shelter. There's no no people. You know, right. why have a dog if the dog can't be a family member? If, yeah. You know, you, if you have a house, put up a fence. Yeah. And what does Dogs Deserve Better actually do to, to help these animals? Okay, so, uh, you know, we have the website, and I guess, you know, neighbors and people that live next to these uh, poor souls will probably Google chain dogs and come to the Dogs Deserve Better website and send in an email saying, you know, I live next to this dog, he's out in all weather, zero degrees, 100 degrees, and I don't know what to do about it, and, and you know, they give the address, and they give pictures and their contact information, and we have one rep, you know, volunteer rep that handles all the incoming emails and will send them to the individual rep that needs, um, that handles that area. We have 25 or, or so reps throughout the country, and we also have volunteers. So basically, I'll get the address, and uh, if it's Connecticut or Massachusetts, I will get in my car and drive there uh, with some pamphlets and uh, newsletters, and I have a little card written out that says, um, can I help you teach your dog to, you know, live inside? Dogs are pack animals. Um, Can I help you housebreak him, or can I rehome him for you? Mm, I leave my number. Mm. And, and, you know, and either I'll get a call how, you know, the husky loves to be outside chained to the doghouse because he likes the cold weather, uh, but, you know, Huskies run in packs. They like to be with their family. They don't have to be outside 24 hours. And I don't fight with the people, and I try and be nice because, you know, you have to be nice. And, yeah. and sometimes sometimes they'll let me come and help them. Sometimes they'll look at me like I'm speaking another language. It's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean the dog comes inside? Right, right. You know, so... um it's a battle, but really we're we're animal activists. We're grassroots. We ring the doorbell, you know. Then yeah. of course, if I can't have no can't do anything, I'll call animal control to at least check on current rabies and licensing, you mm-hmm. know, and to keep an eye uh, to see if the dog is, uh, you know, if I think the mm-hmm. dog is too thin, or or he'll find out if the dog needs vetting. Sometimes I've called the Massachusetts SPCA. If the one Rottweiler that was chained near me had a tumor on his back the size of a dachshund, I swear to God, it was just this big blob hanging off his back. So I sent the MSPCA, and she said he's a senior dog, and you know the surgery would have been too expensive. Blah blah blah, and he's okay. Yeah. Mm. And at that point, I have to stop because we're not vigilantes and we don't break the law. Right, of course. I love that you, you know, I love that you go in and, you know, you are, you educate people and, you know, the, the, the humans and the people. And I think that's really important instead of being vigilante and instead of being so, you know, combative. I think that's a really great approach. Um, Do you have a, a rescue story you'd like to share that's, you know, that was successful, inspiring, something that stands out for you, one of your rescues? Okay, I um, my very first rescue was Frankie, a Border Collie. And uh, I had just moved to Massachusetts and just become the rep, and I get my very first email from a, a local girl who walks by this pen every day of her life, and there's a Border Collie in there that's, you know, absolutely out of his mind, she said, and she really feels he should be put to sleep. So I, you know, have to figure out who to call. I call uh, the local Granby, Massachusetts, uh, you know, dog officer. Um, 
he meets me over there. Uh, no, he he gives me actually Rainbow Rescues uh, out of Chicopee, Maria O'Brien, the lady I work with every day here, uh, to call her. Maybe she could help me. And she agrees to meet me at the pen because I went to the pen the first day. And, I mean, he was, you know, crazy, like afraid of people. You know, he was in a five-by-five torture chamber that kids would walk by Fourth of July and throw firecrackers at him. He had, uh, originally he was chained for a year, but he broke off the chain, so they built him this pen. He was a gift for the daughter, but between zero and one year old, he nipped the daughter, so that's when they banished him outside. But, you know, they're herding dogs. So Mm. people have to really understand that when they get that breed mm-hmm. so anyway there he was i met maria o'brien there and and she uh began to go there every day and try and work with him through the pen while i was looking for a rehabilitation center i was not just going to put him to sleep i mean i wasn't so after probably three or four weeks of you know networking with with other rescuers i found Pondview uh kennels in east nassau new york Bob and Lynn Burns were willing to rehabilitate the dog. Of course, I had to pay, but um, I didn't. I didn't care. You know, it was, he had a shot at life. Mm. So the two dog officers went and used, you know, those um, the long poles that they used to right. get him because he was crazy. And he stayed at the local dog pound for probably another month till they were going to have room for him. And Maria would go with another trainer that she got to volunteer every day. And he finally got to the point where he could play catch. But he was very unpredictable. You never knew if he was going to turn and bite you. Uh, you know, he just didn't know have any manners at all. At all. And anyway, here we are four years later. Uh, they adopted him at Pondview Kennel. He's living happily. They live on the property in their home. He's living happily ever after. Oh. He's like our mascot. He never. That's awesome. He never got great with dogs. You know, he never liked dogs, but he likes their family, and he could sit around at a barbecue, you know, with them. And he has way more of a life. Mm. And it was the best that I could do, because unless I know a recluse who who never even orders um, Domino's, you know, no one's yeah. gonna. Yeah, that's where that's where he belonged. But this way, he's with handlers that know him and that he yeah. loves, and he has a great life. That's wonderful. <laughs> that's so amazing. What a great story. Who are we going to talk to today? I'd like to talk to Lulu. I'm not sure if I've spoken to her before. She's uh, been with me. It'll be a year in October. She came. Um, she was chained in Mississippi in some RV park. And the uh, animal control there just uses guns. They don't really do anything more. So a local rescuer found her, sent out a letter, and I thought in the subject it said, a dog in M.A. in park. And it turned out after, you know, that I said I'd take the dog, that she was in M.S., not M.A. (laughs) And so I like to keep my word, so I said I'd take her anyway. She's come a very long way in almost a year, but... um, Certain things. Uh, she hurt her ankle a while, you know, last December, and spent her life through March on my couch in my living room, and eventually started to walk on the leash outside. She now, here we are, whatever month this is, will not go on that couch. She found another couch in my den, and she stays there at night. She used to sit with us and be part of, you know, hanging out with us at night, and she stopped doing that. And I wonder if there's a reason why. Okay. 
So, and then you mentioned something else in the email that that she that um her little nail got clipped too short. Oh. What was that on? That's Lulu. I clipped her back left. I was clipping her front nails, and she was fine, but she, you know, I put it together when I put her on the couch to clip her nails, and she Mm -hmm. didn't want to be there, and I thought to myself, this is why she doesn't come on the couch, because I've been clipping her nails, because she doesn't like really her paws touched, but she lets me do the front ones, and I got, I did the back one look very long, and, and my boyfriend walked in, and, you know, I got nervous and cut too short, and I mean, twenty minutes till we could get that that nail to stop uh, oh, bleeding. No. Was that right on the now. same couch that she won't go on now, or is that on a different couch? Yes, same couch. Okay. But she was already not going on it, and I and I thought maybe it was the nails. I wasn't sure. Uh, okay, so we're gonna say that that why won't you go on the couch? And we want you to go on the couch because we want you to hang out with the family at night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. I think I did speak to her before, and one of I think maybe the first time you were on, we spoke to her. I'm not sure. Yeah, though. when she first got here, probably. I think yeah. we talked to Callie. I think we talked to Callie. That was my other lunatic, and you oh. told me she liked fish. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been giving her fish ever since. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I like it when they get what they want. Sometimes you tell people what they want, and the people still never give it to them. <laughs> Oh, I went and bought like pounds of scallops for weeks. I was cooking scallops for her. She loved them. She'd come a, yeah, she's come a long way. I have her two years, but yeah, we spoke about Callie. It might sound familiar because they're both, you know, insecure nut jobs. But right, I love them, right. So I don't care. I think I remember the Massachusetts and the MS story. You know that. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so all right, must have, it was some okay. other thing she was doing at this. Oh, okay. I know. She hurt her foot, and I wanted to know if she'd ever go out again. She wasn't leaving the house. Oh, okay. Okay, let me get her. Let's see what she says. Thanks. I want to say I still love it here. <laughs> I know it was an accident because she, cause she kept saying so. She kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I did. I, kept, I was just going to say, I kept saying, I'm sorry. And I got to tell you something, it's okay. Okay. I'm happy where I am. It's hard to get up on that couch. <laughs> Because my hip is a little sore. She's been biting at it. She has a bite or something. She's driving herself crazy with it. Sometimes they pet me too rough there. Hmm. And it just feels like a little bruise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It feels sore. I'll get up there if they don't pet me hard. Okay. <laughs> right? We can work that out. I have one other question for her. Uh, can I ask? Yeah, one second. She's saying one more thing. Okay, sure. I want to be able to go out for a walk at nighttime. Oh. I think the nighttime is really fun. Oh, okay. I bark at people because I don't trust anybody. <gasps> You have to trust somebody in order to be quiet. And that actually, Lulu, is not true. You can be quiet and lick and yawn and blink your eyes 
and look away and look to your people for guidance. Because if you're barking, you can't really focus on whether the people are trustworthy or not because you're too busy barking. So it's better to calm yourself by licking and yawning and blinking your eyes and looking at your people for guidance. Hmm. Yeah, but it saves me some time because I say, back off. (laughs) But... I think that people need to move slower. Okay. And my answer to your question about what people need to do more to be more peaceful is I think they should tell each other that a hush up <laughs> when the other person is saying something upsetting. Hmm. Well, you know, that's her method, but uh, okay. maybe yeah. she could find a new method. I think it's funny because I was just telling her that she would be more peaceful if she was quiet. Yes, I know. So she could just around to people is what she just said. And I, I tell everyone to ignore her, you know, and, and she'll eventually stop barking and come to them. But, you know, people, they don't really uh, listen. Yeah, they don't. But I think it'd be good to, for you to praise her calming signals then. Like, get okay. her to look and look yeah. away and lick and yawn. Like, praise her for those. If okay. she does them, even for an instant. Okay. What was, what was your other question you wanted okay. to ask? She, there's there's uh, three little corgis that come over in the afternoon to play uh, here at my house with all of my dogs. And one in particular, a little boy... Uh, Corgi Cavalier Mix likes her He'll throw himself at her He'll try and get her to play You know and I and She's always happy when they come over She comes out of the doggy door wiggling And all excited And then she does nothing Will there ever come a time That she'll break that Wiggle and do nothing And go play And run and learn how to be You know a puppy Oh, that's good. So that's about trusting the other dogs and being able to feel safe doing the calming signals. I'll tell her what you envision for her. Okay. Oh, if I do that, I'm not sure if I won't get hurt. Mm. Mm -hmm. I feel like my neck might get hurt. Maybe when she was younger, she played and she was on the edge of a chain. So that maybe that that is like an old imprint that she'll yep. get jerked back if she goes to play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lulu, that's old. You can go and play. That won't happen to you. You have to remind yourself that you're not on a chain anymore. I got to remind myself of a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> At least she has a good personality. Yeah. I know she's smart. She's really smart. Just remind yourself to play. It's okay to play. That's your right, homework. Play. So Robin, yeah. Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. dogs deserve better. Our your website is dogsdeserveBetter dot org, yes. uh, and people can contact you there if they see uh, animals that are in need of help. Uh, right, with, anywhere with in the team. country. That's okay, right. great. But they need to send pictures, and they need to send the address. Without an address, we can do nothing, and they need to uh, give their phone number so that we can be in touch Mm -hmm. because we need a contact person. Okay, great. Thank you so much for being on our show. 
My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Robbie. Okay, Lord. That's dogsdeservebetter.org. If you uh, see anything like that, if you see dogs chained um, inhumanely, you want to contact them at dogsdeservebetter.org. Uh, real quick, I just want to get to some people in our chat room. Uh, we have Frisky, uh, Mary Margaritaville's cat Frisky wants to know, um, or she wants, Mary wants to know about Frisky, uh, how she likes uh, her new home. Yeah, and you all have to check out Pet Psychic Radio's page. On yeah. the side on the sidebar, I think it's a sidebar for everyone, which where people can where uh, our likers can post um pictures of their pets and and talk and stuff. And uh there's a really cute picture of Frisky. Mhm. In the window of the, of her new home. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see. Frisky, what do you think of your new home? I really love it. It feels like there's a lot of good energy here. I think we're all happier. I can sleep better and I can relax better. And I just want my mom to know that I think she's happier, too. And, Mom, I think you're wonderful. (laughs) And ever since you've been listening to the show, you've been talking a lot better to me. You really are being clear and talking good. And I want to say, Mom, thank you for that. And I also feel like you get me, like really understand me. And I think you're getting better and better. And I want to say thanks for trying. And also I'm going to tell people, in order to be really happy and joyful, you should pay attention to your cat. And you should pet them every day and tell them you love them and look them in the eye and tell them that they're the best thing that ever happened to you. (laughs) Brisky's got a lot of things to say. I know. How cute. Well, they've been waiting. I think that Mary has been talking to Brisky about this because she tried to call in last week, too, I think. Oh, I see. Uh, I just want to apologize to Frisky. I I said she, but Frisky is a male. I'm used to calling cats a she because my cat is a she. So sorry, Frisky. Sorry, Frisky. (laughs) Um, Let's go to our next caller, uh, 4526. 4526, you're on the air. Go ahead. Who is your pet? Whoa. Uh, Sorry. It's okay. His name's Nutter. He's he's actually a, a tabby. He's a mix. He's got like a white underbelly with a little black spot and the the pink nose and the big black stripe running down his back. And my oh lord, my my roommate who is Korean loves him to absolute pieces, and that's her baby. And I promised her that if I actually got through, since she was the one that really was like, no no, you have to keep trying because. 
time to do tables. Don't have anything to do on Thursdays other than things like this. But he keeps um, he keeps trilling and stomping on Knight, who is the the other the other cat, the black cat that we rescued at the same time as him. Um, I I volunteer at the SFSPCA in San Francisco, and we got them from there. But he I I think it's because he's getting jealous. But he literally will like he'll sing and trill a little bit, and then turn right around and he'll stomp right onto Knight's stomach. And we we literally refer to it as as, as him bladder stomping because it looks like what he's doing. Oh, ow. Okay. Um. So you're breaking up a little bit for me. I don't know if you're doing that for everybody else, but what I'm getting is that he is um bladder stomping another cat in the house, right? And you want nice. to know why. Yeah. And what's his name again? It's Nutter. Nutter? Okay. Yeah. Okay, and let me get Nutter and ask him, like, why is he hurting his friend who that you guys rescued together, right? Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to have to um, mute you because I think your sound is kind of loud something's wrong with it so uh we're we're just going to ask nutter on the air and uh we're going to put you on hold okay go for it okay okay go ahead laura okay. ask away okay. i just don't like him i feel like he takes up too much space and I feel like he's not supposed to be here. I feel like I'm supposed to be the only cat here. I don't understand. He kind of annoys me. And I don't like to be annoyed. And I don't think there's enough food for both of us. And I don't like it. So um, what I want to tell Nutter is that that he was rescued at the same time and that it's, that a lot of animals need homes and it's very, very fortunate that his people can give the cats homes and that he should um, feel good within himself. And if he felt really comfortable within himself, he would feel comfortable with his own space around him and that his the other cat in the house presence wouldn't bother him and so that he needs to work on his own confidence and that it's actually very, very mean to touch somebody because it can hurt them and he needs to learn to be a little bit more respectful. Yeah, I've already been told that. They tell me that all the time. I just feel like I want to be alone. I don't think that's fair. You need to lick and yawn and blink your eyes. Lick and yawn and blink your eyes. The other cat is saying, I think he gets confused about me. I think sometimes he thinks I'm someone else. Because sometimes when he punches me, he says, I'll get you before you get me. But I've never got him before. I think he's confused. And that could maybe be something from his past. 
He says that's confusing. <laughs> like maybe he's having like a little bit of post-traumatic stress. Mm. I'm going to tell him to talk with his mind and talk with his body, with his calming signals. Mm-hmm. And then I think like this is a good time for affirmations with them and say like around him, I'm safe and loved. I'm safe and loved and um like I'm I'm friends with my brother. I communicate nicely with my brother. I lick and yawn and blink my eyes. When I'm upset I turn away and go lie down or I go and play or I go outside or you know, whatever something he can do when he's upset, give him something else to do rather than going after his brother. I release the past. And I look forward to the future. So find some affirmations that can that can help him sort of transform that thinking. I think that maybe I should say I'm a good boy. And that I'm loved fully. And it's okay if he's loved too. We're getting somewhere. Yeah. That's that true. It's okay you what a good boy you are yeah <laughs> and uh what are some things uh he can do to find peace with this struggle oh that's a good one i think maybe i could eat better food because sometimes my food gives me the jitteries i don't like jittery food i wonder what food he's on Oh, the other cat is saying something. What he could do is look outside instead of look at me. That's a good one. Well, that's a good one. That's looking away. That's right. Oh, so for all of our first-time listeners, um, what we're talking about a lot right now is the calming signals, which are? Blinking of the eyes, looking away. Licking, yawning, licking his shoulder can be one, sitting down, lying down, stretching, coming to you at an arc, holding up a paw, shaking. And those are body language that animals use to calm themselves, to communicate with other animals, and sometimes they use them to communicate with us as well. We love these signals. We want to see them all the time. You praise those signals, and then the opposite of that is? Yeah, so lack of calming are closing of the mouth, leaning on the front paws, staring, either staring at what they're scared of or going to be aggressive at or staring off into space. Um, And then from there, it can go into like a fear shake or it can go into any form of aggression. So whenever you see your animal freeze and close their mouth, you want to pay attention and you want to mm-hmm. redirect them and ask them to lick and yawn and blink their eyes and then praise them for doing that. You know, it's really common. I see it more often than not. And it's a good experiment for people to do, for people mm-hmm. to run their hands down their animal's body really slowly from their head to their butt and you want to make straight lines or from their head down their shoulder to the to their paws and watch their animal's facial expression and when their animal stops and 
sort of stares off into space or turns back and stares at you, very often that is a place where there's pain in the body or mm-hmm. some type of comfort. Yeah, and, so I, th- I find that this really has helped me since I've learned it from you. And, um, yeah, you know, I think everyone should try and experiment with that and see how that's working in order to communicate with your animals because I swear it works. I know. People say to me, like I like people on my YouTube videos or something, people will be like, oh, she can't talk to animals. She's just reading body language. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's like, yeah, I am talking to animals, but I think it's awesome to be able to read body language to such an extent that you know what they're thinking and feeling. Yeah, so, totally. You know, like, go for that. Like, that, I want to be able to do that. So, exactly, exactly. You know, like, study your animals so that you do know what they're thinking and feeling through their body language. Yeah. You know, before we go to um, our segment, our words of wisdom segment, I want to quickly go back to our chat room. Um, our One of our regular listeners, uh, Laurentia, um, had a cat uh, that ran away, and he's come back. So that's very exciting news. And she she wanted to find out, um, you know, what he's been up, what he's been up to. So maybe like a quick, what was he up to while he was gone? He's a squat, heavy, no-necked orange cat, round face, short tail, stocky build, yellow eyes, bad manners. Um, she says she should have named him Vlad the Impaler. He's about five years old. Oh, okay. And his name is Dart. Yeah, I think there it's like a longer name, but I forget what his what his name, full name is, but that's what they call. <laughs> I went on vacation with another family. They just took me away. It was kind of nice because we went to a place where there was lots of trees. But now I'm back with my mom. I had no idea it would take so long. So, Laurentia, is, is, like you said, that was he friendly? I mean, is he, like, would he be friendly enough to go on vacation with another family? <laughs> it's like he took a life of summer or something. I know. <laughs> oh, Laurentia, Laurentia says uh, vacation, question mark. Uh, but she also says uh, that he loves people. Bully to other cats, but loves people. So uh, I guess. You know, maybe people don't have other cats, he says. <laughs> These people don't have other cats. Okay, well, he Mom went on vacation. Tuna fish. <laughs> they feed me good tuna fish. But I missed you. <laughs> I thought it was going to be forever, and I thought, what did I do? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's back, and... Uh, Congratulations to Laurencia and uh, Dart for their, uh, you know, reconnecting, coming home safely. That's very scary when animals do that. So thank you to Dart for coming home. Uh, Meanwhile, he's on vacation. I can't even see he's, like, hanging out at the summer cottage. I know. (laughs) 
Let's, um, go to, uh, let's go to whoever's doing words of wisdom. Did you uh, find someone who was going to do that today? Or? Yeah, we can ask Stormy to do words of wisdom. Oh, Stormy. Stormy, what's up? Stormy, words of wisdom. Do you want to do words of wisdom, honey? What do you want to say today? Storm King is Laura's uh, Australian shepherd who is kind of our mascot. He is like the pet psychic radio wisdom guy. What does he have to say today? Everyone should have lots of friends and take time to be with their friends. And everyone should give their pets massages. I think that's the second time he's mentioned mentioned massages on the show. Oh, my God. That's because we've been... We've been uh, away from his massage therapist, I think. <laughs> He's like, ah, get the massage therapist back. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. How often does he get a massage? Well, he used to get them once, once every two weeks, but it's been cut down. He hasn't had one in a while from the massage therapist. And yesterday he did this thing where, you know, he rides around on a stroller and he saw another dog that he wanted to go run up to, and he all of a sudden got this burst of energy, and he jumped out the front of the stroller, and his foot got caught on the front part of it, mm-hmm. and he literally did a somersault. He, like, ducked and rolled. Whoa. I know, and so I think he really needs a massage oh, now. Oh, yeah, he probably, like, pulled, maybe he pulled a muscle or something. I know, but I was saying that he was, like, perfect for gymnastics. He did, like, a perfect duck and roll. That's awesome. I've never seen um, a dog do that. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Anything else, Storm King? Stormy, anything else you want to say? Every old dog should have a stroller. So true. Yeah, that's great. I love the stroller idea. When Ventura was old, he needed a stroller. They are the coolest things, I swear. I mean, it really, it gives us so much joy to ride him, to bring him on the stroller. And I can go so much farther. Yeah, that's so awesome. So thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Pet Psychic Radio on Blog Talk Radio. You can go to Laura's webpage, which is thepetpsychic.com, thepetpsychic.com for information about Laura. Uh, you can schedule an appointment to do phone consultations, meet in person, talk to your animal, talk to your baby, talk to a loved one that's deceased. So check out her webpage, thepetpsychic.com. Also, please do not forget to visit our page, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. Like us, uh, put your animal pictures on there, you know, post suggestions for themes, whatever. You know, it's a great place for us to communicate with our audience. Check it out, and we'll see you all next week, same time, same place, on Blog Talk Radio, Pet Psychic Radio. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Talk to your animals. Talk to your animals. Calming signals. Yay.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.